Hello there, and welcome once again to another episode of Neuro Resilience. Yes, that's right. Neuro meaning your brain, resilience meaning how do we step it up and make you more difficult to destroy? You know, a little bit tougher, a little bit, uh, I don't know, more able to withstand the uh, the sands of time, shall we say. In this episode, because it's Thanksgiving over here in the U.S., uh, if you're celebrating Thanksgiving, there's always this idea of gratitude and giving thanks for things. And so in this episode, we are going through probably what is, in my opinion, the worst exercise for gratitude, the best exercise for gratitude, reasons why, and a couple of extensions. If these are things that you're interested in, please check out the course that I've got going below, the Neuroresiliency course. There are three phases. There are 20 lessons with a ton of exercises as well. And gratitude is one part of that. So what we're talking about here, you'll find more of in the course. For now, it's absolutely 100% free. It's absolutely free. Yes, you heard that right. It is my gift to you at the moment. Please understand that this is not going to remain like this forever. So grab it while it's hot. All right, cool. Now, without further ado, let's get into it. So the biggest issue that I've got <clears throat> is with a particular gratitude exercise where it's like, I'm grateful for blank. And I'm sure you might have heard this. I got this a ton when I was getting into personal development and the coaching world as well. A lot of coaches use it, you know, oh, write down three things that you're grateful for every day. This really takes the flavor out of gratitude. It is quite difficult when someone is struggling um, with a lot of mental blocks, or perhaps they don't know their own uh, particular uh, inner critics or anything like that. And their world around them is already colored by what they're going through. And now they have to be, you know, think of three things that they're grateful for. Like this is, it baffles me that people still think that this is an effective exercise because it's not. And so with anyone who really needs to change their mindset, this isn't working. This isn't a good fit whatsoever. So there is another aspect to this, which is that when you list it like this, I'm grateful for, most of the time, people will list things that they never even think about or pay attention to in normal days. And rather they're listing things that should that thing leave their life, they would miss it. And this is part of that idea of scarcity. I have it in my life now and I want to keep it. And if it's gone, I'm going to be less. I'm going to be missing something. So it's a scarcity-based thing as well. Um, I got targeted by um, you know someone I'd signed up for their, their email newsletter with one of these Thanksgiving Black Friday deals or whatever. And this person was talking about gratitude saying like, oh yes, my father's passed away and I'm so grateful for my dad in my life. And I'm like, well, I hope that that was there while your dad was still alive as well, you know? The gratitude for the, the presence of something, not triggered into gratitude from the absence of that thing in your life. So how are we going to fix it? Well, let's kick into it. The best, the best exercise for this is actually based in um, this research around positive psychology. You know, when we talk about these types of things, it's quite interesting, you know, should you look at like the shadow side? Yes, you should. You should know all parts of yourself. Personally, I don't believe in the right side, you know, the light side and the shadow side of our personalities as a lot of people do. This type of binary thinking, it's uh, it's usually weighted in this judgment as well. Like, oh, this is a shadow side. No, it's not. It's not. There are things for each context. You know, I have my three rules. Rule number one, no person is an island unto themselves. And we'll get to that. Rule number two, emotions trump logic. And rule number three is context is king. 
And so when you're saying like, oh, this is my light side and this is my shadow side, like, no, your light side could have certain qualities that in this context doesn't serve you, but in this context, it absolutely serves you. And that's what people need to understand is that, you know, nothing is black and white. There's just all this gray area and all a negotiation to have. So context is king. And that's at least my opinion. So if you agree with me, leave a comment down below or send me a message and let me know what you think about that. For now, let's keep on keeping on. So the best exercise comes out of uh, the research around positive psychology, which is literally the idea of how do we pay attention to things that actually moves the needle, that teaches our brain to automate a completely different pattern all the time. So what we're looking for is a pattern that is a response to just a daily habit or perhaps even to stress. And that is the goal to make us more resilient to stress. Can you imagine if you just responded with this pattern? It was so automatic for you to just respond with this pattern. So it is very simply put, all you need to do is take a picture of a given situation or a moment in time and list out the top three things about that situation or moments in time that you like. What is your brain going to in that moment? And you're paying attention to that and you're like, ooh, I like this and I like this and I like this. And that's all. You don't need to hold on to it. You can watch it leave your life again. And then, you know, when it comes back into your life, you're going to pay attention to it again. And so you're teaching your your, uh, focused attention to pay attention to the things that you're actually saying, oh, I enjoy these things and I invite more of them into my life. So it's not a gratitude practice in the classic sense as much as an observation of the things that you enjoy. And so it's looking at those things and saying, I appreciate these things. I'm grateful that they exist right now in this moment. And you have absolutely no problem with letting them go and come back in because the next moment is going to be filled with another three things that are there that you appreciate. So it's an appreciation exercise and it is by far the most monumental gratitude exercise I have ever seen in my life. And I do it all the time as well. So for example, right now I'm talking into a camera, I've got a microphone in front of me. So what are the top three things about this moment right now? that I'm appreciative of, that I'm noticing? Well, number one is sharing my message and sharing skills and techniques and strategies that really help people because these helped me. You know, I am a two-time suicide attempt person, right? And, you know, I used to be very depressive and I don't have that anymore. And a lot of these things um, were instrumental in changing my mindset around to helping me just be smiling, Every day, regardless of like the issues that I have in my life. I'm not saying like, oh, I'm always on the bright side. But having these techniques and these strategies really just, it's all about managing and finding that harmony. And that's what I'm about. That's one of my main tenets is harmony. How do I harmonize with the life around me? Paying attention to things. Oh, there's bad weather. Click, click, take a photo of that situation. Ah, I like the wind. The wind is something I enjoy that feeling on my face. Those clouds over there, that pattern of clouds is great. And you know what I love about moments like these is that I can go inside and drink a nice, I don't know, hot cup of soup or something like that. I enjoy, you know, that that uh, aspect. The excuse to do that with the weather just makes the situation just feel great. Like you're just finding the best activity to do in that situation. So in this moment, number one, I'm absolutely, you know, 
spreading my message. Number two, uh, my wife's in the kitchen. She's prepping our Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, number three, I've already prepped some of the dough and it's just an exciting day for cooking, you know, so I'm actually making some croissants. So I've already done uh, some of the work. I don't know if you know this, but croissants, oh, they take a couple of days to make. Anyway, so this is the number one exercise. If you're interested in this, this, this exercise is inside my neuroresilience course in particular. Um, and uh, I will leave you some of the prompts if you check down below in the description. Okay, so what can we do with that? The extension stuff that's coming up as I as I look at my my notes on my whiteboard. <clears throat> the extensions for this is actually quite interesting because we can look at this in a few different ways. You know, number one is we can pay attention to our year uh, in the past and we can reflect on the top three things that we really enjoyed and appreciated about the year. And that's obviously what I would have suggested to this person. Um, you know, which three people? do you really appreciate in a given situation? Which three people did you really appreciate that came out of nowhere and surprised you with how they supported you or how they helped you out? You know, So like, there's all these categories that you can create. And it's just because most of the time we're caught up in stress and we don't stop and recognize who are the, the heroes and, and really the support pillars in our lives You know, all too often. And I think that Thanksgiving is a great time to do that. So when people get into a great Thanksgiving kind of tradition, it's great. It's there. So the extension for that is that you can do this as well for any time that you're in skill development also. You know, if you're if you're taking a picture of something that's difficult for you, like maybe, you know, you're in the gym and you're sweating it out on the treadmill or something like that, pay attention to the feelings that are in your body. Pay attention to how much better you are than previously pay attention to you know just taking a look at that aspect of you a year ago and you today and how different you are and what are the top three things that you enjoy about this process so i like to go for the appreciation of parts of the process the the appreciation for the feelings that you have in the moment not for the results but in the moment because that always drives you a lot more to enjoy those moments all right. So that's another extension that you can do. Uh, I like to also extend it out to uh, what's the atmosphere. You know, so like I said before, clouds and things like that, you know, it can go for like the feelings, you know, what's the feelings, the mood, uh, those types of things are always nice. Okay. Um, a lot of, a lot of the reasons to do an exercise like this, you might say, well, that's a nice exercise, Justin, but why should I do an exercise like this? What's the point? Like, I'm not depressed. You know, I, I don't think about suicide. Like it's, and if you do, please reach out and make sure you get the proper help. Um, but, you know, if you don't, like, why do this? Well, it's very simple. The people that I help, I, I generally coach executives and business owners. And what I find is that a lot of these people, a lot of my clients actually aren't even aware of like internally what's going on. So when they get triggered into a stressed state, it's very easy for you to get emotional. Those emotions tend to cloud the mind, all right? So we're talking about cognitive overload. We're talking about working memory and how your working memory can only handle a certain number of things at one time. And when stress comes along and we get emotional, we tend to reflect in and become uh, very self-defensive and aggressive. You know, we can increase our relationships with anger, with shame, or with fear. And basically, it makes us a lot less effective at anything, right? So when we've got good strategies to keep those feelings at bay, number one, because we don't allow them to come in and get stressed. 
we start recognizing, oh, there's problems and usually I'd get stressed, but I'm going to think about the top three things that I really enjoy about this moment. And when you do that, the moment isn't as stressful as well. So this is just one exercise out of a handful of tools that are in the neuroresiliency course. And the whole reason for that is because you become less stressed. So what are we talking about there? Better sleep, uh, lower respiration rates, lower resting heart rate, uh, you know, lower blood pressure, things like that. You will notice a physical effect, physiological effect for being less stressed. So you're better for it. Uh, then number two is the people around you are better for it. The less stressed you are, the more patience you tend to have with others. And the more helpful you tend to be, the more you can actually spend energy on others because you've got excess energy to be able to uh, to offer around. You're not in a survival thrive, um, you know, dichotomy. You're not you're not going in for survival. You're thriving. So there's more there to give. And then the last one is that it's going to be better for your productivity as well. I don't have to tell you that when you're stressed, something that could take you seven minutes can take you seven hours because you can't think, you can't focus, you can't just sit down and do it. It's very difficult to remain focused and disciplined when your emotions are overloaded and you feel overwhelmed. So there we go. Better for you, better for your people around you, your team, your family, whoever it is, and then also better for your productivity, what you're trying to accomplish as well. We all have plans, right? So that's great. Now, there's a couple of other forms of gratitude that I'd like to throw in here. Um, gratitude is all about appreciation. And there are three movements in personal development that I like to teach, which is number one is self to others. Number two is short-term to long-term. And number three is survival to <laughs> thrive, to thrival, if you will, thrival of the fittest. So <clears throat> what it comes down to is when we can follow those rules, it's great. So you know, short-term to long-term, think over a long-term period, uh, what do you have to show appreciation towards, right, over a long-term period, uh, over the last couple of years? Who do you want to show appreciation towards as well, right? So self to others, give appreciation, give gratitude, you know, look at the the people in your lives and express, hey, I really appreciate you. I have so much gratitude for you being in my life. You've You've really helped me out in the last few years with this, this, and this. You know, um, even when they haven't helped you, they've just inspired you in some way. You know, they've just been a, a constant, uh, uh, a shining light in the night sky, whatever it is, you know, the people around you, when you express gratitude to them, number one is it makes you feel much better because you've just lifted up this person, probably made their day. And then number two is likewise, they're, they're very, um, frequently going to return and reciprocate your gratitude. And they're going to tell you what they appreciate about you as well. But don't do it for that result. Do it for the the express purpose of you expressing gratitude to them. Don't expect anything in return. Because some people are still shy. Maybe they're they're caught off guard and they've never, you know, they feel a little bit awkward about it. You know, it could be that uh, you appreciate them, but you know, they're stuck in a hole and they don't appreciate anything at the moment, you know, in which case send them this uh <laughs> this episode and let them let them practice a little bit. <clears throat> so those are two good ones, right? So looking at a long enough timeline, number one. And then number two is also expressing gratitude to the people around you. And the third movement, like I said, is survive to thrive. And it's always great to build up things when you're thriving, but when you're in a survival state, 
it's very difficult to go through things like this, you know, appreciation, gratitude. So start with just what are you enjoying about the moment? What do you, what do you, what is there to enjoy about a moment? So you can start tasting sweet in a moment that you would consider bitter. All right. It's all about those kinds of things. Give yourself a little bit of relief and a little bit of a break. So if you've enjoyed this, then please remember, like I said, this is one out of 20 lessons that are in the Neuro Resiliency course that I've linked below. And it is absolutely free. It's my gift to you for the moment. And I'm looking at starting up group calls, accountability calls, Q&As, things like that, to start up a community of people who want to make sure that their personal development is on track. And you might say, well, Justin, why are you doing that? Well, to be honest with you, I see a lot of holes in personal development spaces around me. All personal development will come with a particular model. This is how reality works. And then they'll coach you through that. So Tony Robbins is that idea of like, motivate, go, 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 you know, push down that side of yourself and just do it, just do it, just do it. I am absolutely not a fan. If, if you're a fan of that kind of stuff, fantastic, go for it. I am not a fan of that. You know, I had a call today with a coach who coaches people and says, oh, the reason why you want to blah, 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 blah is because you're bored. You don't want to do this thing. It's boring for you. You need to push yourself to the edge of your seats and you need to really do things that you don't know how to do. And you need to charge a lot of money for that. And I'm a huge believer in competency. Don't charge a lot of money if you don't know what you're doing. That is not fair. You're not offering a quality service. So um, if that is your bag, baby, go for it. Absolutely. But if that's not how you roll as well, then my style of coaching offers an alternative do that. It's not about go, go, go. It's about let's have awareness, right? Let's accept those parts of ourselves. Let's then take ownership over parts of ourselves as well. And then let's make choices. And then we're moving into how do we cultivate certain resources in ourselves as well? And then how do we tie it all together? So the reason why I created that course in a nutshell, is because I saw a lot of holes in the coaching industry around me. And there are a lot of philosophies, a lot of theories out there that are very disjointed. So if you're looking for a much more holistic-based approach to it that's focused on harmonizing with things, with you, with the universe, harmonizing with different parts of yourself, I invite you to check it out. All right, that's it for me. I hope you have a great Thanksgiving if you're celebrating it. If you're not, it could be cool to just utilize the time of the year to send out appreciations to people, kind of like a pre-Christmas gift. Anyway, that's all I got for you today. My name is Justin. This has been Neuro Resiliency, and I love you very much. Ciao, ciao.